Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. You recognize this, ladies and gentlemen, just in before your time, but not Lou, wrong way, Lou Ruffino. We'd run home from school and watch the Three Stooges on TV, Mo, Larry, and Curly. And they'd get into all kinds of antics, and watching the performance of Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, and this Pisha, this Schmendrick, this Schmuck, this Putz, the sort of uh, the Turk uh, at football camp for Coach Biden. He basically brought their playbook uh, and said, you know something, you guys didn't follow the playbook. Eric Adams, you don't know what the hell you're doing on the migrant issue, nor do you, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. And now all three of them are fighting one another in watch which shows leadership, it's just vapid and vacant. It almost reminds me of what it was like when I would watch the Three Stooges as I would run home from PS 114 in Canarsie. Hey, fellas, I got a bite! I'll knock your brains out of your head, Annie. This is all your fault, you. <laughs> I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Mo, Larry, and Curly. That's what you can call Mayorkas, head of Homeland Security, who started pointing an accusatory finger at Crime Wave Holcomb. Uh, she's uh, Larry, and that naturally Curly, with no hair there. Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. And they're just scrapping with one another. And yet, there was one quick uh, statement. From Mo, Larry, and Curly, the Three Stooges, that epitomizes it all. We're not ordinary people. We're morons. Can I hear that again? We're not ordinary people. We're morons. That's right. They're not ordinary people. Uh, my orcas, not an ordinary person. He lives a high life in Washington. Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb uh, making billions from that Buffalo uh, Bill Stadium. A husband getting uh, all the contracts. <laughs> the no-bid contracts. And, of course, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. With the $5,000 customized suit, she check. Can I add that one more time, please? One more time. We're not ordinary people. We're morons. <sighs> so, uh, with all that going on, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, not our mayor, I am the mayor in exile on the island of Manhattan like Napoleon was on the island of Elba. Because I have to I have to take charge. This guy was out fundraising uh, in the Hamptons over the weekend before that, spent days in Israel patronizing Jews, and before that Martha's Vineyard where he had to cancel his fundraiser because black people won't contribute to his reelection. So he's pissed. He's angry. 
He's getting hit from the guy he thought was his his very dear mentor and his pathway to the future presidency, Joe Biden. He called himself the Biden of Brooklyn. So instead of punching up at the Biden administration and at Kathy Hochul, he decided to punch down a little old me. Anytime you start out a question with the name Curtis Sliwa, that in itself states that it would do a disservice to me and other New Yorkers for me to even respond to that. Curtis Sliwa? I mean, I mean, if you go look in a dictionary for the word buffoon and tell me what picture you come up with. The disdain that was dripping from his lips at City Hall. It's almost like it got stuck in his throat. <laughs> I mean, you looked at his face. His facial uh, configuration said it all. He hates me. Hey, Eric, get online. A lot of people out there hate me. Some have tried to kill me. But I take a lick and I come back taking. Why would you even waste two words on me? You got such huge problems that you've created for yourself. So you punch down at me and you think that I'm going to be like you, Gandhi. I said, I'm Mayor Gandhi. You know, I want to be Gandhi. Like, no, I punch back. You malign me. You attack me. You can't punch up because you're afraid of Biden. You can't punch up because you're afraid you lose money from the state. So what do you do? You punch down and you call me a buffoon. Hey, swagger man, you got no plan. Now, who got the best of that? Well, come on, Justin, be honest. If you were a judge, if you were a judge and Arthur McCanty was the referee in the ring, you know, Ali Frazier first in Madison Square Garden and then the rematch, because we're going to have a rematch. Uh, Eric Adams uh, and Curtis Lee were like uh, the thriller in Manila. Come on, that one, you had to give me the point, right? Come on, Justin, I know as difficult it would have been. Wrong way, Lou Rufino, you would have had to give me the point on that. He's punching down. What a waste of time. If I was the mayor, I would have said, Eric, who? Eric, didn't I just crush that guy in the election? Aren't I the mayor? What's he doing now, hanging wallpaper? Please ask me a question of substance. You see how much better that would have been? Come on. Maybe I should give him a tutorial. What do you think? Uh, nah, I don't think he'll take any. This is the real problem, though. You see, you got to understand, he doesn't care what white people say, crackers. He doesn't care what uh, Asian people say or Hispanic people. No, no, no. It's when the brothers and sisters, his core of support, are revolting. When the very people who elected him into office, not against me, but in that ranked choice primary primary that was so close in the very end, a few thousand votes separated him from Maya Wiley, who was a black woman but an AOC acolyte with her endorsement. And Kathy Garcia, you would think she was Hispanic, right, Justin? But she actually was all Polish, and she was adopted by a Hispanic family, I think a Puerto Rican family in uh, Park Slope. But she loved the name. <laughs> She said, I'll get the Hispanic. Oh, these politicians like de Blasio. Oh, I got to get rid of my last name, Wilhelm. Uh, Wilhelm, it's a German name. I'll never get elected in New York. So I'll claim that my dad, a war hero, abused me. And as a result, I don't want to carry his name any longer, even though all my other siblings carry his name proudly. And I'll take my mother's maiden name, de Blasio. They pimp every possible method of trying to get elected. Just do your freaking job. 
and people will elect you. Just be real. So this is the problem. Eric Adams is now going out there amongst his peeps, black people, and he is catching hell from the brothers. And as you know, the brothers are the influencers. Well, uh, that guy, remember, who went into Union Square, who lived in the Bronx and then moved to Atlanta in the crib there and was able to pull out thousands of kids, mostly blacks, some Hispanics. There are black influencers out there who have turned on Eric Adams. Now, in the initial election against me, man, oh, they were on his side, man. He was the hip-hop man. Yeah, Eric. We don't want that mighty whitey, that Caucasian persuasion. We don't want the snow bro, Curtis Sliwa. And now they're turning on him. Will you resign, Eric? We want your resignation, Eric. All right, they're attacking, they're, they're trying to get at the mayor. Eric, the New Yorkers want your resignation, Adams. People are tired of you, Eric. You betrayed New Yorkers, Eric Adams. You betrayer! You're a betrayer! Shame on you, Eric! You suck, Mayor! You suck! That's your brother. <laughs> Eric was like, what? Does he not know my complexion is my protection? I'm the brother. I'm on my way to the White House. Not this time, but maybe the next time. But it ain't happening, Eric. It never happened for any mayor before. And it ain't going to happen for you. Didn't happen for John Lindsay, crashed and burned. Mike Kumbadichich, Rudy Giuliani, crashed and burned. Bloomberg thought he could buy the presidency with a billion dollars. All he got was America, Samoa. He crashed and burned. Bill de Blasio, right? He was out there uh, with the in Iowa where there are more pigs than people. Then he went to Las Vegas, tried to lobby the unions in the casinos, got nothing. Then fish fries in uh, South Carolina, got nothing. He got Ugats, he got bubkins. You never go beyond New York. It's the end of the line. You should understand that, Eric, but I know you're wondering if the brothers are going to get you into the White House. I don't think so. I ain't going to lie. New York City, we should have voted for Curtis Sliwa. Real Because we got homeless here in, in New York City sleeping on park benches. We got the opioid epidemic out here. You know what I'm saying? We got gang violence, black-on-black crime going crazy in the city ain't got no job opportunities, no factories here in America helping people build, none of that shit, right? Like, so, <clears throat> you mean to tell me we got a black man, right, that's fighting for people's rights, other people's rights, who ain't even from this country, and we over here starving and dying in the streets over here. Something wrong with that. Then, then I guess them crackers done put pressure on his ass, because now, he talking that, oh, you got, we don't have enough room and 60 days in the shelter. Mayor Adams, wasn't you the one saying that we got to help? It's American to help everybody? When America don't even help Americans. That's it. He's dead on arrival politically here for his reelection. If that uh, that particular point of view holds up, I can't see it getting better. They'll double the number of illegals invading uh, into our country who almost 9 out of 10 want to come to New York City now. The numbers will double quickly. And Swagger Man has no plan. Up next, yesterday, he made his argument in City Hall that I'm a buffoon. 
I'm not going to make an argument uh, that he's a clown, a buffoon, or a fool. That's self-evident. I'm just going to make the argument up next, Justin, that he's incompetent. And if you're incompetent, you can't be the mayor of the city. In the midst of an emergency, you can't be the general that leads us forward and then all of a sudden decide, hey, I'm going to Martha's Vineyard for a fundraiser and black people won't contribute to you. So you cancel it. You go four days to Israel to patronize Jews. And then as soon as you come back, you go out to the Hamptons to get wine down the pocket line. You're missing an action during an emergency. So... I am the mayor in exile on the island of Manhattan. I've inserted myself. And in a little more than two years, I'm going to beat you at the ballot box. And, hey, look, I'll make you the deputy mayor in nightlife. It seems it's the only thing you're doing well. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Dig this. Come on, Eric Adams. It's main ingredient, R&B. You grew up with this like I did. You're a fool and you're incompetent. And I'm going to lay out my case before a jury of listeners. And the music? Let's go to Exhibit 1. Here's uh, Eric Adams in Washington, D.C., before black mayors from around the country talking about how he is the CEO of the biggest company in America. I, I'm the CEO of the largest corporation in America, and my bald head, earring-wearing swagger is running this city my way. Yeah, yeah, my way. Yeah. That's swag. Yes, sir. It's running it right into the ground. And by the way, Justin, uh, can you do a fact check and let him know He's not the CEO of the largest corporation. I mean, you would have thought the media would have called him out on that, but, hey, his complexion is his protection. I got it. Then uh, there was him before he went to Israel to escape for a week. He basically did the punches pilot. He washed his hands of this uh, a migrant situation that he encouraged, trying to go one up on uh, Governor Abbott. In August of a year ago, this is a moment where people need to stop asking, Eric, what are you doing? This is a moment we need to ask, what are we doing? We can't do this alone. This is an all hands on deck. 
the dollars coming in are not equaling the dollars that we have to pay going out. So we're going to do our part to the best of our abilities within the financial restraint. But we have a real call. We need every New Yorker that has something to offer to play a role. This is not Mayor Adams' job. This is the job of the people of the city of New York. They basically abandoned ship. As the general, he was in full retreat. He's left it to us. So I'm doing what I have to do in leading the rebels to prevent the tents, the migrant centers, the hotels from housing more illegal aliens. I'm leading the rebels. He's abandoned ship. And then he gets crazy. And the media gives him a pass. I mean, listen to this fool. 30-something years ago, I woke up out of my sleep in a cold sweat. God spoke to my heart and said, you are going to be the mayor January 1st, 2022. And the message was, God stated, you cannot be silent. You must tell everyone you know. Because it's a Judges 7, verse 2 through 7 moment. Because when you win the battle, I don't want you to think that you won on your own. And I don't want people to think that you won because of you, who you are. It's God who made him mayor. Imagine anybody else would have said that. And you would have said, that's one of the five traits of schizophrenia. I deal with uh, emotionally disturbed persons every day in the streets, in the subways. And sometimes they'll come up and tell me, yeah, I I have a conversation with God. I, I heard God last night. And I said, have you taken your medication? I wish somebody in his staff, you're listening at City Hall, would make sure he stays on his meds. And then whenever he insults uh, elderly women, which he's had a habit of lately, if they at all approach him and at all criticize him, starting with the elderly uh, Jewish woman who escaped the Holocaust, 84 years old, from the Upper West Side, who was there in Washington Heights to talk about rent control, rent stabilization, he hides behind his mommy. And she would say to me, baby, don't you ever let someone disrespect you. And no matter where I am, mommy transitioned almost two years ago. But I hear her every time someone thinks they're going to step up and disrespect me. Mommy said, don't you ever let someone disrespect you. You better stand up, boy. As my son would say, you better recognize. Somehow, I cannot imagine that his mother told him to disrespect elderly woman grandmothers. Like she herself was before, as he said, she transitioned. I, I, I can't imagine a woman of faith, as we know Mrs. Adams was, telling her son that a grandmother approaches you and criticizes you or has a pointed question at you, you get all defensive and hide behind me. Nope. Uh, he's playing the mamaluke role. What a mamaluke. And then how quickly we forget when he didn't want migrants coming into New York City. Legal migrants. Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. New York City belongs to the people that was here who made New York City what it was. So hipsters and millennials 
tens of thousands of them poured in from Ohio, the Buckeye State, and Iowa, where there are more pigs than people, most of them white, most of them Americans by birth. So he didn't even want Americans here from out of state. Well, he rolls out the red carpet with our tax dollars for illegals. Can I hear that one more time? Cue that up, wrong way, Lou. Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. See, that's why he's a fool. That's why he's incompetent and his complexion is his complexion. You would think the media would immediately call him out on that. Can we transition? Uh, there's a song the Doobie Brothers have. I'm thinking of it right now since we're talking about him being a fool, Eric Adams, and incompetent. Uh, how about What a Fool Believes by the Doobie Brothers? Could I hear that? Because, hey, you're very good, wrong way, Lou Rafino, when it comes to getting that vinyl on that turntable, spinning that stacks of wax. So good, that jam. Classic jam. What a fool believes by the Doobie Brothers. Okay, enough of the music. We'll save it for Cousin Brucey on the weekend. Let's get back on track because Eric Adams is an enigma. He gives us so much material here at Talk Radio, says one thing one day, and then does a pivot and shift or flip-flop the next day. He decided... uh, At one point, when he was running for office, although this cut did not surface until after he beat me in November 2022, wish it would have surfaced during the campaign, although he would have somehow justified it. But when he was talking to an audience in the campaign against me for mayor, it was a a black audience in Harlem. And he was flexing. He was busting his buttons and bridges with pride, talking how he kicked all those crackers' asses. Every day in the police department, I kicked those crackers' ass, man. I was unbelievable. Hmm. Can I hear that one more time, please, Lou? Every day in the police department, I kicked those crackers' ass, man. I was unbelievable. Can you imagine if I dropped the N-bomb during the campaign? That would have been it for me, man. I would have had to go to Mauritania, Madagascar, someplace you can't even find on the map. And yet he was able to say that. And you know he believes that, ladies and gentlemen. You know, yeah, look, this fool believes that. He's incompetent. How can you run a city if you think that white people are crackers out there? And then you encourage the crackers to leave. They'll even go to Florida now after the second hurricane has wiped out parts of the north as the first hurricane had taken out Fort Myers, Lee County. They still want to go to Florida. But let's continue. Because when he says something like that, then all of a sudden the spirit takes hold of him. I walk in the spirit of God. I talk in the spirit of God. 35 years ago, I set my GPS, my God position and satellite, and I've been on one course and one destination. Uh, I didn't know that you could get a GPS that'll put you on 
the God track, you know, that's a fool, right? If you're, if you are basing your decisions on your GPS, your God GPS, no wonder why we're in such a horrible shape. And then, of course, he becomes a goofball whenever the subject of weed comes up. Because I smell some weed. Someone is smoking. <laughs> Someone is smoking. <laughs> we got 2,000 illegal weed shops in New York, and they're popping up by the day. And then he had a very serious press conference. And again, he acted like a fool, like a goofball. And he's turned out to be incompetent in this area. The cannabis industry is is, is a budding uh, economy. I just realized that buds. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in here. <laughs> it's a budding economy. <laughs> and, and we want to make sure that we get it right so that we can say in the city of New York that we are the joint. <laughs> How can anybody take this guy seriously? <laughs> if you were running a, a illegal weed pop-up shop, you'd say this guy ain't gonna do nothing, and he hasn't. He's incompetent. And then if you criticize him, if you're a member of the media, the Fourth Estate, he does a kunta kinte on you. People can say what they want. There are those in society that still long to see me stop saying kunta kinte, and they want me to say Toby. And it's uncomfortable for them. So you can whip me as much as you want. But when you take off my shirt, you'll see the scars are already dire. <laughs> you know, I I've gotten beaten enough that I can't be beaten again. I came into government saying Kute Kente. I'm leaving government saying Kute Kente. And if you don't know who he is, go see Roots. Then he drops it like he's an MC in hip-hop. Don't disconnect this moment. First time in New York City history, we have a hip-hop mayor. What a fool. What an incompetent. He hangs out more at hip-hop gatherings than he does of gatherings uh, of his deputy mayors and his commissioners. You almost never see him at City Hall, you know, having a roundtable discussion about what to do about this insane invasion of illegal aliens. He's got no plan. He's a swagger man with no plan. And then when he gets called out, like he did by his partner, Kathy Hochul, who said, look, we sent you one and a half billion dollars in this last year to deal with migrants. Where's the money? Where's the invoices? Where's the receipts? And then there was an analysis of the invoicing. Many people don't understand. We're not getting dollar for dollar for every invoice we give the, the state, we're getting 29% per dollar. So the entire billion dollars that were out, that was allocated, we won't get that until we spend over $4 billion. We haven't spent over $4 billion. We spent something like $1.7 billion. So the tw every time we give an invoice, they do an look at the invoice and give us 29% of that. So there was no way we can draw down on a whole billion dollars because we haven't spent over $4 billion yet. He's kicking mathematical technology. I, have, I got vertigo. What the hell is he talking about? Justin... We got to talk to the Baruch man tomorrow who we went to school at Baruch to be an accountant, Sid Rosenberg. We got to play this and ask him, what the hell is he talking about? He's a fool and he's incompetent. And then, of course, he wants us all to believe 
that he's just like Gandhi. So I'm Gandhi-like. I think like Gandhi. I act like Gandhi. I want to be like Gandhi. Yeah, he wears a $5,000 customized suit and doesn't realize Gandhi wore a diaper. Gandhi didn't go to private clubs at night till the break of dawn and get wine dined in pocket line. What a fool he is. But I tell you what, Justin, for the sake of our city, which is falling into the abyss, I'll give him an olive branch. Wrong way, Lou Ruffino, as he's given me the switch. He's rejected me as his rats are. I said I'd do it for no money and do it nocturnally when the rats are out. He rejected me. He dissed and dismissed me. But I, when I get elected, and I will beat him the next time around in a little more than two years for mayor, I will hand out the olive branch, and Justin, I will take the high road, and I will make him my deputy mayor of nightlife, because that's the only freaking thing he ever does. Talking about this is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Wow, it's Hurricane Arthur Idala, right? Is that that's who it's named after? Is that it, Justin? Like Arthur Idala, because he is an attorney known for destruction uh, of the criminal justice system and all the people he uh, handles. Harvey Weinstein. Anyway, whatever the name Idala. But it's uh, devastated uh, the northern part of Florida, Tampa, St. Petersburg. I have a brother-in-law, Stephen, with his wife and his rescue dog, wiped out. Wiped out on the road in their vehicle. Thank God that is still operational. He'll probably be going south, moving away from the hurricane, which is working its way up through Georgia now, Savannah, uh, that area there, which is declared an emergency. Look. We all have family and friends down there. It's almost like people go back and forth between our tri-state area, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, and eastern Pennsylvania to Florida. I have guardian angels in Florida who are mobilized. They have chapters there. They'll be helping as they've helped recently in Will County and Fort Myers when the hurricane came out of the Gulf of Mexico and smashed right into the southwestern portion almost wiping out Fort Myers. They're still in recovery. But, you know, even with all these two hurricanes and the fact you can't get flood insurance and prices on houses and condos are rising steeply and you can't barely get affordable uh, car insurance, people in New York who are joining the exodus on a regular basis will still want to go to Florida. It tells you what bad shape we're in here, that they would still want to go into a state that has gotten crushed by hurricanes back-to-back, belly-to-belly. Tells us a lot about the Michigash and what approaches anarchy that is taking place now in New York City and New York State.